Welcome to Self-Discovery Radio, where the discovery of self is just a show away. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Matters with me, your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest all the way from Ireland, James Chuchley, an Irish gentleman who's now living in the UK. Um, we're going to be talking about mental disorders today. We're going to be talking about autism and the f- role that it plays in James's life. He has been working with people with mental health and learning disabilities for most of his life, for 30 years or more, I think. And he really understands the mental health system and those with mental health and the misunderstanding of mental health, um, a great deal of misunderstanding. And autism is something um, that he really does speak to because he discovered uh, something about autism later in life that kind of rather blew him away. And we're going to let him tell his story about that. But mental disorders, you know, kind of have always been there. They've always been misunderstood and they've always been mistreated. And I really think we need to shed a, another bright light on it so we can really educate ourselves on exactly uh, what mental disorder or mental behavior is um, and what we can do about it and understand that just because you may have a mental issue does not mean you are disposable or to be put on a shelf. In fact, some of our greatest people in the world have had a so-called mental disorder. And I personally think we all need to be a little bit crazy in order to survive in this world. So let's bring James on and take his journey um, and discover a lot more about mental health, autism, and his book. Welcome to the show, James. Hi, hi, uh, and uh, thanks for having me. Um, my pleasure, my pleasure. Of course, your book is called Becoming Unique, which I love mm. that title. It's so beautiful. And we are, as a society, always wanting to clump people, aren't we, and then label them, put them in a little box and then file them. But we are unique beings, flaws and all. And it's, uh, it's about being unique so that we can help and unite with people um, not being kind of mass identity. So beautiful title for your book. But let's um, let's look at your journey uh, towards autism spectrum disorder. And um, whilst delivering practical and constructive advice for those living with autism, uh, you also exclaim that the positive aptitudes of this disorder, which you call um, is uh, defi- defiability, uh, becoming unique is a story of faith, and um, in a relationship with God, and how you made peace with your diagnosis, a very rare, and um, getting autism later in life. So let's back up. You're working in the mental arena, and you've worked with people with disabilities and with autism, and then suddenly you discover that you have this as well? Yes. well, uh, there's uh, two areas I've uh, I worked in. Um, uh, I worked in ment- I worked as a mental health nurse uh, for ten years, um, uh, in, and that's not not including doing doing me tra- uh, doing me nurse training for for three years before that. And um, prior to that, I I had also worked for many years in um, learning disabilities, or as it's also called um, in a lot of countries, intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh true i mean if if um if i move uh, a little bit um more in in about the last 10 years i haven't become a mental health mental health nurse it was sort of my rise and fall in life in some ways um uh that while it enabled me to become a, me- a mental health nurse and work there in that line for 10 years um, I did a bit of move, moving around, but one of the concerns was uh, my communication. Communi- people kept complaining, complaining about my communication, and I thought maybe this is a problem of theirs or, or that. But it seemed to not go away, and um, eventually, uh, having lived in England, uh, we moved to another part of of Britain um, on one of the. Uh, British Islands, 
and um, it was there um, again ongoing that uh, I was referred uh, to occupational health and then they decided to refer me to a speech and language therapist and it was while being seen by the speech and language therapist that she had noticed noticed that there was no my speech was no more a problem than than really anyone else uh, she says once to me, well, we've, you've got skinny and fat people around. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, eventually she referred me to a um, psychologist. Oh, God, he, was a, he, he, no, well, he wasn't a forensic psychologist. Uh, um, anyway, uh, he was a speci- he, he was sort of a specialist uh, psychologist. And um, it was due just during a few quite a few assessments and I wasn't sure what 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 they were for really or was it to deal with m- my traumas in life and that because I had, had quite a few of them um, and uh, that's where it was I was first made aware of being autistic spectrum disorder and um, as you said at the time uh, it's there's a lot to explain about it, so the best thing would be to do is just go home if you've got the under net. Yeah, as uh, just go on the net and just read up as much about it, about it, and uh, which 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 made made sense. But um, uh, yeah, as I think for me the the biggest surprise was um, being a mental health nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think autism was really mentioned that much. Um, not as a student, you know, because it was it was more or less like it was. I certainly don't remember it being mentioned as as a student nurse. Um, I remember it being mentioned, and even not that much in in when I worked in learning disabilities, um, or, uh, although a bit more. Um, but so that my my feeling was that uh, autism was something that often accompanied a lot of people with uh, with with. Uh, learning disabilities mm. um, yes and, so and yeah. kind of it's only really kind of um, kind of beginning to be understood now isn't it I mean I didn't hear anything about autism growing up and it does seem to be more something that's in in today's spectrum or today's labeling um, of a diagnosis that perhaps they, they misunderstood before mm. Uh, I think that is very true. I think b- prior to that, I mean, I was, was funny enough. I was just watching an interesting one of these TED Talk um, uh, videos um, last night on. T- um, on and I've actually, I, I know I've kept it, shared it on on Facebook. But it was from a guy who talked about the history of autism, and the guy who d- who gets the recognition for discovering much about. Autism was uh, Leo Kanner um, in the 1940s, and that, um, he, and he was in the States. Um, however, over the years, he there was a lot of there, there, there was a lot of people that that he seen as that, that was overlooked. And however, it, it was funny enough around the same time in the 1930s and 40s. Another bloke that that uh, from the actually from the 1930s, um, Hans Asperger, um, and the problem was that a lot of his his what he had wrote was probably was even more uh, was more relevant, but it wasn't actually it was left it was just left forgotten, mm-hmm. um, forgotten, overlooked, and it wasn't until the 70s. That it actually uh, got recognised because it was written originally in in German, but it, was, it happened to be that I think it was an English psychologist, or there was a couple who had they had um, a daughter who was autistic, and but he was um, I don't know if he was German or not, but uh, he was able to read German, and uh, that enabled him to uh, read a lot of the works of Hans Asperger, and a lot of so a lot of what he what what Hans Asperger recognized was relevant to a lot of individuals and he also recognized that um, a lot of autistic individuals had had a lot of qualities unique qualities as well I mean that's and also in autism there's such a wide spectrum of it isn't there I mean I you know I have a friend who has a child who's severely autistic you know the OCD the the autism the the talking you know the Tourette's everything and has to Mm -hmm. be completely monitored 24-7 
Yeah. Um, and but then you have what they call, as you say, the functioning autistic, which is mm. um, maybe the social interaction isn't very comfortable, yep. making yep. faces because um, you know the face is re reflecting the inner. But you know, mm. very very intelligent, just kind of hasn't mm. got that social ease with it. Yep. And of course, you discovered it with your speech, um, mm. because. I mean, you you were working for all those years. Clearly, you, you had to be understood somewhere along the line. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been working for so long. But well, it was different. Yeah. I tell um, what what did happen um, and where it was. Um, actually, one of the, the great things about being discovered and about being autistic was that um, for I had I had a, quite a difficult childhood, and it wasn't because of my parents or anything. I was grew up in a normal working class background um, uh, but uh, I got bullied at school um, I got uh, I was seen as different I was uh, ignored you know so I know what the feeling of being alienated mm. was like um, also um, um, changes seemed to, to also affect me um, I remember finding it hard to settle into my first, it was actually officially my second school, um, because our family moved from, uh, my my parents who were uh, moved, moved back to Ireland, I found, moved back to Ireland when I was about six, and so settling, uh, I found that very hard, I found I found the environment around there quite, quite difficult to uh, settle in, and then there was a few, on, on a few occasions when my mum would if she was when she was she had a few she had seven kids all together so when she had a few of the kids in Ireland um, she'd be in hospital for quite a long time and that was also quite uh, traumatic yeah because with the the autism it is a routine is quite important isn't it you know not introducing yeah. things that you know can throw uh, throw ones off of often of equilibrium and, and certainly yeah. no major triggers mm, yeah um, my uh, I do believe in having a routine, and there's been. Uh, I have tried to fight against changes in that. And one of the things about working in healthcare is they want people to be very flexible. Flexible is okay for certain people, but it's not for everybody, especially for autistic people like yeah. me. Actually, I don't think you even have to be autistic to have problems with flexibility. Mm -hmm. That's my my. That's just speaking on a per personal o opinion. Um, but um, routine is important for most, and there's a lot of reasons why routine is important. Um, and for me, it's uh, it's uh, it's identity. It's what you know best, mm -hmm. and it's also because you also know what's the difference of experiencing changes in that, and just going from one change to another is very traumatic, and it just. Um, and and it affects not only it, it has can have an effect on people's self-esteem, uh, and and that's only just talking just mildly. It also increases people's anxiety, uh, and I've I've had deep issues with both anxiety and depression throughout my life. I mean, as it is, I'm I'm on antidepressants all the time. I've been on antidepressants for the last. Uh, for for about three three years at three to five years, um, and that's something that I'm happy to accept. But uh, and that's something that uh, I need to take now, because as, as well as being autistic, I do have have uh, certain mental health issues as well. Right, and I think you know, I mean, I'm a little bit classified as that. I have dyslexia, mild dyslexia, but I do have dyslexia, mm. and I had learning problems because I was uh, sick a lot. Uh, so, out of twelve years of schooling, I only completed six because I was mm. always at home in bed sick and so mm. I know what it's like about being bullying. I mm. didn't learn the way other kids learned. I remembered things through storytelling, um, mm. you know, for something that kind of was relevant to me. But if it wasn't relevant to me and it was just, you know, this droll teaching, they could have been talking Japanese to me. And, yeah. um, and you know, I was quite severely bullied uh, growing because I was also chronic asthmatic. So, yeah, I know what kids can do, and it's and they can be so utterly cruel. Mm. And uh, my, my diagnosis only came when I was in my 20s. 
-hmm. And so then it became, oh, okay, you know, now I understand why I can speak backwards or, you know, not uh, mm. literally a word, but, you know, the sentences put the words in the wrong, wrong contents. Um, and it's, uh, there is that whole thing that comes out of it, then judgment, isn't there? Well, there's something wrong with you. You're flawed. And then, you know, for a while you go through this whole guilt thing of like, oh God, there's something wrong with me. I'm not whole. And, but I think as you get older and as you say, this autism has produced a gift for you, is that mm. when we're willing to see the gift out of this disorder and mm. how it allows us to see life uh, through different glasses, I think we, we lighten up on ourselves and lighten mm. up on understanding what uh, the whole issue yeah. is. Yeah. I think that's, that's a very relevant point in the end about seeing ourselves. I mean, um, I was, I mean, I'm 49 now, and it was, it, it was first mentioned about being possibly autistic in 20, so that's only uh, just a little over five years ago, and in 2012, I was officially seen by a specialist um, regarding, and, and, and he did define many, nearly all of the autistic features, which was uh, different difficulties with communication, social interaction. And social imagination, and social imagination, I can certainly, because there is times that, that's uh, certainly, uh, I, I don't often click what, what certain people are on about. Um, um, but one of the things, I might have even put it in my book, I can't remember, but um, while being autistic has not been the greatest career boost, um, because unfortunately, um, on the island that we were on, uh, in, in, we we had to leave after five years, um, and then I had to return back to the West Midlands uh, in in England, and have been unemployed for a lot of the time. Um, so, while it hasn't been a career boost, it's been um, it's been a boost in in my marriage. Um, in my marriage, that my wife was has got to understand me anyway and um, it's also allowed me needless to say to write a book and um, and it's also allowed me to concentrate because I think the problem is that uh, in this world um, uh, it, there's a lot of autistic people who've got a lot of talents but sometimes these talents aren't recognised in a world where they just want skills for for certain jobs and that, yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's. Uh, but having a certain there's certain careers. I mean, a career in nursing is something I'm, I, um, I. I mean, I'm happy to do care work, but I'm not. You know, I've I found that nursing is actually has become a bit is been now too much for me. Mm -hmm. And you know, let's let's stop and think about this. You know, you found out about this in your forties. You had already mm. had. 20 plus year uh, you know a career working career that clearly you were doing something right otherwise you would mm -hmm. have been fired uh, mm -hmm. you've written a book um, mm -hmm. you know so when we're talking about autism and people think that you know you're just sitting there drooling and throwing your mm -hmm. arms around and screaming mm -hmm. um, you know that it's uh, it's it's really a thought process that you have you see mm. things and receive your information in a different mm. way but yep. that's what makes you unique yeah yeah that's that is very very true and i think the thing is if everybody t taught on the same views it would be you know there'd be a lot of things overlooked so we need people to see things from from a different viewpoint as well um, and that's what's you know makes Work, working together and that. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't go d go down too well. I think there's a lot of people that, who don't like um, people with slightly eccentric views, or um, I mean, or different views. Or different uh, views. I mean, you know, we've, um, we, you, you see this all the time. Is that you know somebody comes up with a different point of view, and that and another person shoots them down. Everybody's right in their point of yeah. view. It's just a yeah. different way of looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I have seen, I mean, I've seen all over the years, I've been involved even, I've seen witness work workplace bullying and that. 
Um, and the problem is, uh, especially having worked in healthcare, um, is that because you've got, and, and this is, I'm not, and I'm not going to apologise about this. Healthcare has relied on too too many unqualified people. Unfortunately, a lot of these people cut you. Um, uh, because although I've worked as an unqualified myself, um, but sometimes you'll get some people and. It's just that they learned um, from the school of hard knocks theory. Mm-hmm. Just he who shouts the loudest will be heard type right. of thing. And and uh, you see, and one of the things in in healthcare, which is not very helpful, you you see some people and they don't have to do their nurse training because um, or whatever because whatever environment they often rule the roost anyway. Um, not being, you know, but they're in the same position, but just <laughs> whatever, you know. Otherwise, if if anyone tried to, then they're up against them, and and everybody else will 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 be against that person. Yes, unfortunately, that does yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, the you know the the sheeple movement mm. where everybody just mm. follows somebody else. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, you know, I've done many shows on on mental disorders. Um, mm. m- my partner has OCD, and he calls it OCB, obsessive mm. compulsive behavior, because mm. it's that it only gets triggered by mm. you know something that kind of causes this behavior to get into action. Yeah. And yeah. you know, there are menti- many of them like that. You know, I mean, you are autistic, but mm. it's. It doesn't mean you walk around with this big label on your head. Mm. Um, it just means that the way you speak or the way you see life, the mm. um, the way you interact with life is done from this autistic perspective. Um, but I think understanding what those things are, you know, um, but making sure that the label doesn't keep mm. us uh, mm. uh, under the assumption of what the problem is, right? Yeah. yeah. This is the problem is that, and especially over the years, everybody was, labelling has its uses because it's like uh, understanding, you know, yeah. what's a dog, that this is a cat, you know, uh, but um, so it has its uses, but then it doesn't always define define everything. Um, on, you know, unfortunately, um, I think what's not, not hasn't, hasn't helped um, while, as I just say, people talk about that we're moving forward. We're moving forward in one way, but having worked, I mean, I worked in the NHS for many years, and I'm grateful for the opportunities I was given, given having worked there and that. And it, I maintained a good work. I found a place that allowed the best in me and, and, and vice versa. The problem is now that employment opportunities, especially for people... Uh, with disabilities has become more limited in Britain, basically because you've got impre- increased privatisation, um, which which is not which which has made it a lot more difficult. Um, you've got a lot more um, harsh ha- harsher anti anti uh, le- employment legislation. So that you know showed us uh, a greater um, intolerance uh, for people. Uh, with disabilities and perhaps one of the biggest concerns one of the greatest uh, and it's almost treated like a crime in a lot of places is uh, because of people with either mental health problems or that is is the worry of of them having too many sick days of work yes Um, and that is something that uh, the extremes that they'll they'll go to and that um, is I'm sure uh, it could be well challenged in the European Court of Human Rights and that, and I mean uh, um, even on under the United Nations and that. But um, uh, it'll be, you know, uh, in, so that's uh, basically yeah. So basically, disposable people. You know, I mean, mm. you know, I have a disability myself physically, and you know, automatically it puts those barriers up. And, uh, you know, what it forces people to do with any of these challenges, I mean, already you're living with challenges and you have to Mm. readjust your life, but it's forcing you to kind of create work rather than be employed. You've got to create work for yourself. 
um, yeah. because you know everybody just looks at you as you said with that one brush oh no nope, you've mm. got something wrong with you you're too much of a liability yep. so we have to go out and do things for ourselves yeah. and that is one, one of the things that I have found I think one of the most cruelest things about recessions and that is that unemployment goes up competition for, for jobs uh, is, is more is, is higher and those with, with the disabilities, I mean, for many years I got I got by, uh, I had a good job. Um, over the years, um, I think uh, I probably spent maybe uh, about maybe 15 years of my life, maybe within only maybe about three or four jobs. Um, um, so uh, where, where now it's uh, sometimes people have 15 jobs in three years type of thing. Yes. Um, but it has become uh, so. F- so f- for quite a few years, I was free from from having to, to look for look for jobs and that. Um, so that's that for me. Being out of work now and trying to set myself up in in complementary therapies, that's being the new is 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 the new challenge. I'm hoping to overcome that. Um, I mean, that's something that I hope to, and 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 I would like to eventually even. I would love the opportunity to be invited over to the states to speak and and, and do a speaking tour, um, uh, uh, and be able to meet people and have discussions as well. And that would be also something that I would like to do in in, in the future. Oh, put it out there. The universe will mm. make it happen, yeah. and uh, you never know who's listening to the show. And absolutely. And yeah. uh, you know that's the important thing is is that education from a doctor getting up um, mm. and talking about it, you know, a disorder um, or a disability. It, they're talking about it from the clinical or from the science point of view. Mm. But when you hear people who are living with it and they're getting mm. up and they're talking about, yes, these are the challenges, um, but these are also the things I am capable of doing. Mm. Or by having this, this is the gift it's given me to be yep. able to do. And we yep. really need to shed more light on that, don't we? Yep. Yes, and I think this is the important thing, and I think autistic people should be proud of their abilities and their achievements. It is just society, society, workplace environments, and you know that have made it uh, a disability. It's just like many many uh, disabilities or different abilities have have been created disabilities over the years, and that's been as a result of of the need for progress and that. I mean, one of the interesting things I learned about um, institutions in Britain um, in mental health and learning disabilities didn't actually come to the rise, only came really to the rise at around the start of the Industrial Revolution, where beforehand they they had their uses around the house, but as people wanted progress, people people were made to work in factories and that. People with disabilities or who aren't seen as fit were just locked away. And yeah. that carried on, carried on until mm, not not so many years ago. I mean, up until pretty recently, um, uh, cousins cousins of the queens spent all their lives in an institution, and were never visited. So that's that just shows how it's only recently things are starting to change very slowly. Yes, and we're not looking at people as disposable. You know, I've had people on the shows uh, with multiple sclerosis, scoliosis, um, Mm. you know, and as one of them said, the biggest disability I have is other people's opinion of me, Mm. other people's assumption, and that, yes, they have challenges. It may be speech, it may be walking, uh, Mm. you know, um, they have their challenges, but they say, Mm. I'm still a person who has abilities stop seeing mm. my disability and mm. start seeing my abilities yeah. i think that is true and i think it's interesting if you look at how um i mean wh- i remember when i was a student and i, I did my, and, I, and this was only in the late 90s now and you'll be surprised i don't know what what article but there was a, they were dealing w- uh, with an article about incontinence with, with women and certain stores in Britain, like Tesco's, would not supply um, uh, uh, certain certain pads and that. Now like they do, but, yeah. but 
so it was amazing that even as recently as less than about only 50, about less than 20 years ago, yes. it was a t- issues like that uh, and panty liners and things like that were a taboo in, cer- in certain, some of the big main stores. So, you know, and, and that's overcome. And, and I mean, there's a slow, a slow but surely acceptance. And I think when, when, and when, when certain celebrity says, well, actually, that happens to me, and then uh, the, it comes more respectability, or people start to uh, uh, the views start start to change. And even if I go back twenty, thirty years ago, um, uh, I, I, another thing is when I grew up being being a, being a youngster as a teenager, I got abuse because people some uh, some people thought I was gay. It wouldn't have made any difference if I was, but uh, I used to know of you know a lot of people who who were gay lived lived in fear um, and thankfully in, in Ireland has shown the world that they surprised everybody what was known as the ultra conservative country although I've always questioned that anyway uh, was one of the first countries to, to vote for marriage equality and so you know I mean you know, we're, we're looking at a world that really um, the biggest need I think the world needs is mm. love you know, the yeah. love of, of ourselves, our lives, the yeah. love of planet, the love of each other. Yeah. And, you know, simply that beautiful word, love, which yeah. makes us participate in life so much differently. We never should deny love, pure yeah. love, no matter what the sex is, no matter what the religions, yeah. no matter what yeah. the culture. You know, love is a beautiful, energetic bond between people. And mm-hmm. this whole thing about, you know, uh, you know, mm. white on white, black on black, Irish and on Irish, mm. English and on English. Get over yep. yourselves, people. Okay. You know, mm. these are just our casings. This is just yep. our packaging. You know. Yeah. I think um, one of the things. I mean, I, I've always considered myself more of an internationalist rather than a nationalist. Anyway, um, but I was funny. I was because I was preparing to write about my spiritual journey, and I was just typing up what, what I started and when, when I started doing it about a, few, about a month or two ago and I, and I talked about because I had started writing just around the time just after the election and I said on what, after the election it was based a lot on fear but one side but yeah, one side is gloating, the other side um, angry because feel badly but on neither but there seems to be on 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 there's, no side seems to have love, and mm-hmm. I think this is something that what what the UK I says what the UK what United Kingdom needs over the next five ye- years is more love. Well, it's what the world needs, you know. That's yeah, the, absolutely, the whole world. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think as I say, I speak, I see myself as a person of the world. Um, uh, I don't see me, you know. Of, of any difference and I mean I'm proud to say I'm, I'm in a mixed I'm, I am in a mixed marriage <laughs> and funny enough the person who was the, the minister at, at my uh, at our wedding um, came from uh, uh, from the Free Church in Belfast originally so um, when, when I married so that's you know just showing of how divisions can be can yes. be broken down and that um, my my ex husband is is Chinese. My children are half Chinese and half British, and you know it's it's mixing you know those beautiful flavors mm. together to create a <laughs> you know a new dish. And I th- I really think you know this is right now over here in North America. You know the mm. elections are coming, and mm. of course now you know the mudslinging. Mm. Um, this person's this, that person's that, and it's mm. like you know if. If by now we haven't got the understanding that we need mm. to embrace each other's differences, mm. um, that everybody has something to contribute, whether you agree mm. or not, it's part mm. of the, the recipe. And that mm. if we can't learn to work together, uh, we're in trouble. And <laughs> it's really time for us to grow up and stop um, yeah. you know, yeah. looking at people as, you're not like me, so therefore you're disposable. Mm. Yep. I think this is the whole thing. I think the first thing is we need to first recognize the differences, and once you recognize the differences, uh, which doesn't last as long as people think, um, okay, let's see, well, for, you know, 
clear that and and then what you look at the you've got more to, people have got more more in common than than uh, uh in yeah. in this world but um we all want to be uh, loved yeah <laughs> everybody Absolutely. everybody wants to know what love everybody, is <laughs> every everybody everybody wants to be loved and sometimes i think uh for those who are able to give it out give it out because i think the world badly needs the world is in bad need of love. Oh, um, absolutely. Uh, and I mean, if you if you look at if 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 we had so many decisions, if decisions could be based on love, without without out of fear. Yeah. And I think if you look at it, a lot of if you look at government, you know, businesses is based on fear of. Yeah. Um, it's all you know. Um, uh, battle for for control and that, but if you yeah take out you know I think we live. I mean, as someone who suffers from deep anxiety, being autistic, I know what it's like to have low self-esteem. I also know what fear is. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, uh, what 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 fear is and that. So well, I think there's a lot of people. I mean, being you know I I can't understand i mean if i can from fears and anxieties why can't why can't everybody else because fear is something there's two things i i mean i've often heard this that control the world love love or fear and fear <coughs> is deciding which is which um and yeah we need to fear needs to be challenged because it's it's, well, it's ignorance most of the time you know, yep. we're afraid of what we don't know. So yep. therefore, get to know it, and then you'll discover that it isn't so fearful. Yep, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. when you were diagnosed, you could have, mm. oh, you know, that's it. Um, you yeah. know, I've got autism. I can bury my head in the sand. Mm. You know, I can, I'm, you know, I'm labeled now. And instead, mm. you decided to take a journey in understanding yep. it, and yep. you wrote a book. Yep. You know, you faced well, your fears. So you discovered yeah. what the beauty of your gift is. Yeah, I think one of the probably it turned out to be more of a beauty, uh, a, a, you know, because where I was working, um, because it, I was actually uh, in it, it was another part of Britain which was not under UK uh, jurisdi- jurisdiction. Um, if I had been in Britain, and if the boss, if, if my manager had said something, I says, look you realize you're harassing a disabled person i couldn't have done that um because uh they didn't have a discrimination act there mm. but um but in some ways looking at that now <laughs> that made me uh because it wasn't as, as straightforward it made me yeah there was a certain quite a few things that i had to uh go on challenge and as it turned out i i ended up going back into learning disabilities as, as a care worker and I had probably two of the best working years in my life, and it was just a shame that it all had to come to an end. Yeah, and also a shame the fact that, you know, a person who understands, you know, the disability uh, and, and knows how to care for, for these people because you also have this challenge, you are so qualified for that. Yep. And so yep. it's such a shame to, you know, not mm. see that still being there because... You know, there may be people that have got degrees and this and that, but unless they've walked in the shoes or at least have had a taste of it, they yeah. they don't know. The best form of coaches are mm. the people that uh, who have walked down the same path of what they're yeah. coaching. Because uh, not only have you triumphed and come out of it, but you also know what your daily battles are. Yeah. So when yeah. somebody comes to you with a with a problem, you know what that problem is and you mm. can help them you know, manage their daily battle yeah. uh, so that they can live back in in Friday. Yeah. You're more qualified than anybody else. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, it was one of the things that, um, yeah, that I feel, I mean, one of the things, funny enough, that I, I am actually doing my life coaching training has had a little bit of a stall back, but I'm hoping that by next year I'll get it sorted out anyway. Um, if not, you know, I'll just... but. Uh, I'm I'm not going to go out without a fight. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, e- and even then, if I don't get it, I'll, I'd still like to see myself more like um, uh, like a life coach assistant, or if there's, there's another word for it anyway. Uh, I mean, you know, there's there's coaching certificates, but is there a mm. coaching certificate 
mm. um, on disabilities with somebody with disabilities. Mm. You know, that's the thing is that uh, maybe you, instead of trying to fit into somebody else's niche, create your own. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 certainly what I'm 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 working on and and that and I'm you know looking to be be able to be a speaker. I'm also, I mean, one of the things that um, in the last. Uh, few years I've I've also moved on in, is in, into complementary therapies so what's it's uh I'm I'm looking f- I'm I'm looking forward to to the future um and I know it won't be today or tomorrow but I'm I'm I've, I I I can wait I've got I've got I, I have to you're still young you've got the time <laughs> yeah. you still yeah. got a long ways to go this is just a a yeah. new book in your life right um yeah. Yeah, and so literally a new book in your life. But you know, it's um, this is the thing we have to understand is that w- we have many chapters in our book, and some people have yeah. many books in their lives. And mm. you know, you're in a new book, and and it's you're telling a new story, and this mm. is of you, um, you know, living with with all this adjustment. But just like I do these shows, you become an inspiration mm. to someone else who's going through this, who feels alone. And you mm. inspire them with, you know, how you overcame, um, mm. the fact you overcame, what you're doing, and yeah. it helps them. And that's what your yeah. book is doing, becoming unique, um, yeah. and that shares your story, right? Mm. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think this is, I think one of the things that uh, being aware of working in learning disabilities, I was as said one of the, or intellectual disabilities was also called one of the few people who actually work with people. Who could who could talk? There's been a lot of people who've worked in learning and intellectual ba- uh, disabilities for maybe the last 30 years, and they've ha- you know they've hardly come across uh, service users uh, that can talk, and that made me think. And because I've seen I've seen people which had, and it was only thinking afterwards that had frustrations and that and couldn't speak. I thought, well, well, I can talk. And I thought, uh, and that's probably one of the reasons why I uh, decided to uh, write write the book. Yes, and so in, in sharing your story, it helps somebody else discover their own journey, yep. and uh, and also what you're doing is taking that blanket of of assumption or even mm. ignorance off, and showing how you know you can be a very much a functioning autistic person, um, yep. and uh, you know there. Are as I said, there's so many people with, with disabilities out there. It is, um, it is an adjustment to the way they look at life. It yeah. is an adjustment to the way you live life or interact mm. with life. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you're any less of a person or mm. you contribute less to life. Mm. And if we look yeah. upon people who are what we call different and mm. embrace their point of view and what they have to contribute, Mm. we will learn so much more about ourselves and be also so much more of a caring and tolerant society. Yeah, yeah. And it often makes you think that sometimes when people give you the hard time, is it, is it, is it their own problems that they've got to deal with? Reflection. It, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, they're reflecting yeah. back their own idios- you know, idiosyncrasies, their own insecurities. Mm. Um, so... You know, it's um, it doesn't mean that you can deal with everything out there. Mm. And there are some extreme cases with autism that is very, very challenging. There is, yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, the same with you know many of the others. And it's a question mm. of of mm. discovering what it is. You know, my partner yeah. Bill Mackey has the OCD, and mm. his parents were were brilliant the way they did. You know, they they found out his diagnosis mm. and helped mm. him to deal with it. And it's become tools for life for him, not mm. only for his life, but the w- in his teachings uh, mm. of helping people cope with things. And it's being mindful, knowing your triggers, being mindful what works for you. Never yeah. apologize to anybody. Never apologize. Yeah. One of the great things that I learned from when I worked, when I last worked in learning disabilities, um, and uh, I, I did it. I, I included it when I did a, an autism presentation from for one place. Um, uh, was and if for me it was important when, when presented about myself. 
what works and what doesn't work. And I think that's that. That was one of the greatest one one of my greatest learn, learning experiences, and that um, as well as needs and strengths, but what works and what 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 doesn't work. And uh, I think that's um, yeah for me that was one of the best yeah uh, and saying you know and I think this is how people yeah learn 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 by I think also when when you see people that try to make things difficult for all the statistic people or try to bring in t- maybe um, yeah changes cutbacks and that to me that is not only abuse but it's also bullying yeah exactly they can they can use their economic justifications all they like yeah yeah um and uh i have to say having worked for many years in the nhs and seen how the nhs was once a great service and now it's been just so cut back um and cut back and privatized and and, and that they're currently yeah uh, it's considered it's considered third world now when it used to be the the, the the beacon of the world and the example it of was. the world and now it it's was, considered yeah. third world uh, care now yep absolutely 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 and it's um i mean i think the you know what they've done should be it's tantamount to war crimes and treason because yes. this was this was a service actually that King George, King George the Sixth, gave his approval for the setting up of it in in 1948. Um, so, uh, so just you know, um, that that might if if, if some if some some chief executives yeah. top uh, you know government be you know. Uh, well, it's all, it's all become about profit, hasn't it? Yeah. And it you has. know this is you know this is the disease of the world when it's profit yeah. at the sake of people. Yeah. Um, you know, we need to invest in people because if yeah. you, you everybody can make profit, but you mm. have to put the people first. And the more you invest in the people and care for the people, the more profit you will make. But when well, you when you put profit at the expense of the people, yeah. you are diminishing the people. Eventually, yeah. where will you get your profit? There'll be no one yeah. left. Yeah. That is that's a very very true. You know, you'll get you can get you know, but yeah, but when you've got no one left. And it was pe- it, it, what has made the world what it is, uh, and even how how we survived for so long. It was people's ability to care for one another, and if we lose that, we are going to you know, yeah, uh, we'll be we'll be sucked up by an alien race or whatever <laughs> you know. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully, probably the, hopefully we, may, we might learn, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, maybe they'll, they'll 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 teach us some sense. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, we need something like that. But there is, there is, you know, the the elevation of energy that is happening globally now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People are awakening. That consciousness is coming into play. People are beginning to discover, oh, caring. This is how what feelings are, mm-hmm. uh, and not just listening to their heads, but inviting mm-hmm. the conversation with their soul, the heart, and mm-hmm. their spirit. Yep. It is happening, and but we just yep. need to kind of turn the volume up on it yep. and embrace uh, it even quicker. I think the best way to get around is you don't play them at their games. You don't, you don't attack with. Yeah. They have the weapons, but there's different. You don't need weapons to attack. Oh, all you're no, going to do is end up with war. If it's weapons on weapons, nobody wins. Yeah, absolutely, and this is. Um, I think Gandhi put put the whole thing: an eye for an eye will 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 make someone blind. Exactly, precisely, and. And, you know, it's like when you see somebody doing something horrific in the world, you know, your first mm. reaction is to want to hate or kill them. And uh, mm. instead of that, send them a conscience. May yep. they awaken to the conscience so they know what mm. they're doing is wrong. You yep. know, awaken them up so that they know the act of cruelty that they're doing is wrong. Yep. And uh, I think that is more impactful. Absolutely. And it does Absolutely. take more united energy. Yep. I want to talk to you about your gallery. Is this your art? It is. Wonderful, mm. wonderful, um, and you know. So there is another gift that you have here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the mm-hmm. colours are so vibrant. You know the mm. the way you've captured everything. It's so real. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, it, it's something I've only really take got more into uh, recently, in the last. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's sort of combination of 
photographs and I sort of do sort of mixed mi- combine that with with uh, with 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 sort of uh, work work it out on computer as well. But um, it does t- it doesn't t- it's it doesn't it's not as quick as people think, and I'd right. be surprised when when I start getting into it. Good. An hour goes without without realizing yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Because you have to make so you know you go through so many attempts and find right. which, which is what. what but I mean, you know, how therapeutic as well, right? You know, I mean, this is the thing: yeah. art or whatever form of art, whether it be art, singing, dancing, whatever it may be, yeah. um, it's it's so therapeutic and is so yeah. healing. Yeah, I've talked about uh, one of my purposes in life is as well as serving people to to serve people towards. That, that people will have um, be able to serve people to equality no matter what and allowing them you know sexuality religion whatever and allowing them a fr- a, as I put freedom of expression yes yeah um, without persecution so, yeah. Pers- yeah without yeah. persecution yeah um, and uh, yeah uh, and uh, I uh, I even said what one of my purposes was to I will continue to say what what I will say, even if it has the disapproval of members of my family or or those in authority. Right, you you have to speak your truth because this is your truth, and yeah. it becomes an inspiration to someone else. We we yeah. cannot go around apologizing or you know only speaking to what we p- think people want from us. We mm. have to be yeah. true to who we are. And yep. own it because that's the only yep. time we're going to find peace within ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the great, one of the great beauties about discovering I was autistic, um, as I said, and as Joel said, okay, it's not been a great career move, but there's more to life than than a career. But I've learned a lot. It's 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 it's, it's learned me a lot about myself, and that's something that millions, billions, trillions couldn't 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 uh couldn't do exactly um, yeah. did and you do the artwork for the cover of the book too uh no no unfortunately no that was uh, done that that was that was done by the publishers right um i was quite i was actually quite, we were shown but that we that we that was the one that uh, it was based on basically it was about the it was about the inside of the brain and yeah. about being wi- about being wired different was was the right. theme and also is, kind of the chaos. I mean, yeah, you know, the yeah. it's always trying to make sense out of the chaos or live within yeah. the chaos. I, I live in kind yeah. of chaos all the time, um, mm. and it's. Um, it, but you learn to find peace in it, don't you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think one of the great, you know, one of the greatest things for me. What's if I was to uh, be asked? And I learned one of the things recently over the couple of years. And this before even that. Uh, for some, it's economic prosperity, but for me. I learned peace of mind, um, and having gone through ups and downs in life, just having, you know, yeah, having having peace of mind is for me is is the most important thing. Um, nothing, not, nothing can uh, uh, get 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 me away, you know, from from that uh, and that. And but that's what everybody seeks, you know, the yeah. the, the uh, to love and be loved, have that sense mm. of peace of mind. To feel yeah. purposeful in life that you can yeah. contribute, um, yeah. you know that's what it's all about. And if if mm. people worked more on themselves mm. and invested in themselves instead of always looking for outside verification or valid mm. validation, we would have a much more peaceful society. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think this is true. I mean, often we often, and I think I, I've been probably as guilty as anyone else. The people we often try to please are those who are who are the hardest pleased as well so yeah. and and that's what um and there, as i said there's certain people they'll never be be pleased anyway um so um but I think we all have to look at look at ourselves believe what what are what and one of the things i've in, included in the book um I, I put a lot of things about finding out, and that was just based on my own ideas. Finding out individuals' strengths, finding out what they can and can't do, um, and then there was a, a whole list. I mean, it took me about maybe quite a few months actually to put put it together. Although it's in, yeah, but yeah, 
and and I think this is this is the thing about which 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 is trying to find and and also for in for autistics one of the most important thing is finding out their likes and dislikes and their interest. Yes, because like when you find that interest, you as you said, the time just goes by, you you know, and yeah. and again, uh, I mean, you you see many a time. You know, somebody who doesn't speak, who doesn't interact mm. with people, and then suddenly mm. they find a piano, and this brilliant mm. concert pianist pianist comes yep. out, and then, and it's it's that there is within many autistic people there is a, a language and a gift and yep. a beauty that all your problem is is that you can't articulate it in yep. the way that most humans receive it. So yep. you do it in different ways, and you yep. have found your path in yep. which to communicate yourself. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I'd like to also express, you know, I mean, one of the things I do love, my greatest interest, my greatest love is music, mm -hmm. um, and that's all, all types of music, from pop, dance, and, and rock, and and that. Um, and uh, I, when I say pop, you know, I've always been a bit of a music critic as well. Um, I mean, I, I liked from U2, R.E.M., down to Sanobi Sane, Moby, Left Field, um, faithless, going to stiff little fingers, you know, so um, down to uh, Nirvana um, as well. So the, and, and then I also like a lot of electronic and, and, and dance music as well. And um, so, but that, that's also something that's, that, that, that's been my life and that. And it's interesting, I knew some, I had a friend who was a DJ, but prior to that, he, he was in a band years ago. And, Sometimes it's that ear for music as well. Yeah, and, and of course you're an avid football fan too. I am, yes, absolutely. As, as Glasgow Celtic, uh, true and true. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and of course you know football is it's, it's a competitive type sport, but it really does bring people out in camaraderie, doesn't it? You know, together. It does. And, it does. Uh, you know, yeah. A lot of fun, as long as they kind of don't, you know, get riotous about it, then they just get there and have the fun. And you'll get, you'll get, you'll get some people, and there's some people, and and, and they're just that's that's off. I mean, I've, you know, have this competitive streak in them, and that's that's their problem. But one of the great things, and I, and I included in the book, um, and I think it was in the section of being of being called Glasgow Celtic, um, was that um, I um, it was as a kid. It was probably the best way. I mean, no, one of the things of eleven aside football or soccer, is, that it's called, that uh, the rules were pretty simple. Um, so that appealed to me. But it was also football was the was the easiest way of of interacting with others. Yeah. You didn't have to do much. You just played played the game on whatever team, and you, and you just. Um, so it was um, yeah. It it united people without having to say much. Yes. Exactly. And you know, I was just—I was just watching. Uh, we have, you know, um, America's Got Talent, which I know England has the same type of thing. Oh yes, and, uh, um, Got Talent, yeah. And uh, also, the w we have another one. So you think you can dance? And uh, they're mm. doing the tryouts right now. And there was mm. this um, Down syndrome kid that got up there, that was inspired by one of the judges. And mm. he got up there, and he, you know, he wasn't obviously strong enough to go through because it's a very mm. rigorous competition. Mm. But he got up there, and he entertained everybody. He did his mm. hip hop, and he was grooving, and he was moving, and he was fun, and you mm. know, it just got everybody going. And I think, I think that's what something you know we do celebrate when it's put in front mm. of us. Somebody who has. You know, like we've had people who who, who have um, speech impediments and then suddenly they sing so beautifully mm. or people who, who have anxiety in front of people and then suddenly yep. they perform. And it's, yep. um, you know, we've all we need to do is give people a chance uh, and, uh, and allow them to be, allow those gifts mm. to come out and then celebrate them. And, mm. you know, stop pigeonholing people, stop, mm. um, stop being ignorant to what things mm. are just because you have a disability. That means there are some things you can't do, but mm. there are many things you can do, and you yeah. might even do better than other people. Yeah. I think for me, one of the greatest, one of the great things about discovering about being autistic was I decided I had no problem identifying with being part of a, a disabled community, and and one it was 2012 was the first time I, I actually hadn't watched the Olympics in many years. 
but actually for the first time I, I, I watched um, religiously the Paralympics and yeah because I identified you know how there, there are many struggles and it was yeah it, it not only did they, sh- they also showed great courage and skill as well um, sadly um, I think the pol- there was politicians calling them superhumans and yet uh, a lot of these so-called these su- so-called superhumans were also actually affected by a lot of uh, cutbacks as well yeah, sadly exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah you're out there celebrating them in front of the camera but behind the scenes you're not supporting them yeah so yeah and you know that comes from us raising a voice um, mm. You know, stop disposing of people, stop, mm. you know, stop uh, pigeonholing them, stop saying yep. that they're worthless because they're different. Start mm. investing in people and, uh, yep. and, and looking at what gift they are bringing to us yep. because everybody has a talent within them. Yep. Everybody has a gift within them. Whether yep. you're, uh, there are many, many people crippled mm. that, yep. are, aren't disabil- uh, that aren't disabled. Mm. Mm. They get yep. disabled by fear by insecurity mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, you know we have to really kind of look at the nurturing of each other mm-hmm. and seeing the gifts that each one of us have to bring yeah well please love would you tell everybody how they can get hold of you and how they can buy the book well yes um, the, the book um, I haven't been I haven't been in the o- over in the States for the last nearly tw- about 18 years so I haven't had a chance to see see what bookshops uh, wh- where I'd seen me, but, but it's supposed to be in the bookshops. But it can also be bought on Amazon, Amazon, and uh, and there's a few other um, other other um, on online uh, re- retailers as well. Uh, wa- Waterstones I know in, in England ha- have it. Um, it can also for for people. Uh, it can also be bought on on Kindle as well. And some of the uh, other uh, uh, on online re- retailers as well that would be selling it would probably have have their own candles as well. All right, so people go to Amazon and it's becoming unique by James yep. Charles. Yeah. And then you'll be able to get the book in whatever form that it is in. Um, yeah. Would you give everybody your site, please, love? Yeah, yeah. My site is um, it's uh, James James dot com. Um, yeah. So I think it's HTTPS www.jamesfrancisjourney.com. Right. And also, do you have a Facebook? I do. Uh, I've got, uh, as I said, people can contact me. I'm James Charles. Um, um, I've also got a, a, another page, which is like a likes page, which which have more on the spirituality side. Um, it's called uh, James Francis. Okay. Um, I'm also available on Twitter, and on uh, and 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 on LinkedIn as Jam- yeah as James Charles. Okay, and of course you can find those uh, all these links on the posting, mm. and uh, so you can get hold of you in any which way, and yeah. uh, and people can email you by. They can the yes, they can yes, they can contact me if people have have got onto me my website. Um, uh, they can they can they can uh, leave a message because I'm hoping to. Um, do um, even outside um, of uh, Reiki and Crystal, um, and as I said, I'll uh, discuss payments and that with them uh, at the time. But um, but I'm ho- uh, hoping to do it uh, distantly if, uh, because I, although uh, saying that if the, if I had enough re- if I had enough requests, uh, I'd be I'd be happy to to travel over. To, to see a few people maybe to do a Reiki sessions or, or crystal healing. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Well, I'm so pleased that you've embraced, you know, your challenge mm-hmm. and that, you know, you instead of being crippled by it, you mm-hmm. know, you looked about of understanding. I mean, also, mm-hmm. you, you had to look back and go, my goodness, I have this autism, but look what mm-hmm. I've achieved in my life. Yeah. And you decided to take that knowledge and share it with people so mm-hmm. that it empowers them. So thank you for yeah. doing that. Yeah, no, no problem. Because as I said, I think there's a, there, there, there's as well as lack of love, there's a lack of le- self-esteem for many as well, and and I think that's something that uh, that combined with love needs needs to increase. Yeah, a lot of increase. you know lack of compassion and understanding. Yeah. So we, we've got to stop labeling, we've got to stop being ignorant, we have to start <laughs> understanding, because we're never going to heal this world until we care. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. thank you so much, James, for sharing thanks. your story with us. Thanks. Thanks for having me, and it was love, lovely speaking to you. Ah, as as it was with you, love, mm. and uh, you know, beautiful accent as well. So oh, thank you. So, folks, you know, it's um, you know, please open your minds, open your hearts, mm. open your souls, and uh, you know. No, learn. Don't uh, don't pigeonhole. Don't dictate. Don't damn. Learn, because through doing so, you really understand the gems that we have in the world. Until next time, folks. Start off by being kind to yourself. And we are. Come on, out. <laughs> yeah, we're out. So well done. That was lovely. Thank you. Um, did someone do your site for you? Okay, one of the things I would suggest that you also add is your social medias and also your Amazon link. Because if people go to your site and they want to order your book, you should always have your link right there so people can go straight to it. All right, and then under your contacts, even you know, put your Facebooks, your Twitters and things like this. The, m the easier you make it for people, the more they interact with you. If they have to go looking for you, it always can be a little you know, harder. And then, you know, another thing is even creating an area where all you, you've been interviewed and having calling it media and then uh, and then all of your interviews, putting the links there, because then that helps people.